0: Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. This is Christy.
1: And this is Chuck.
0: And this is the Robinette's Nest. We are going to talk about dead musicians.
1: Dead musicians.
0: I mean, this came up. That's
1: not morbid, but yes.
0: This came up because we lost ZZ Top.
1: Yeah, Dusty Hill, bassist for ZZ Top.
0: So we thought, let's see who people say are like the top, never forgotten, dead musicians, and then we'll fill in, see if we agree.
1: Musicians who have passed before their time.
0: That sounds like a better way of saying, and it, then it's better than to say dead musicians. So number one, Kurt Cobain.
1: Never a fan. And he committed suicide.
0: He did. I am not Maybe. a fan. Right, right. These are all, there are a lot of suspicions. There's, there's
1: a lot of, yeah, urban myths.
0: I thought it was sort of interesting. I had shown you the mural that was up that they had done of <laughs>
1: Kurt. <laughs> of Kurt Cobain. And it
0: looked where where was that? Like, in Seattle?
1: It was, well, I they're from know. Seattle, but yeah. And it looked just like. Uh,
0: that comet.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. David Spade.
0: David Spade. Looked
1: exactly like David Spade, but it was supposed to be
0: Kurt
1: Cobain. Somebody gave him the wrong picture. I had to have done. This is true. This is an actual, true thing.
0: It was. It looks looks nothing. Nothing. Like Kurt Kurt Cobain.
1: Cobain. It looks like David
0: Spade. It was done in. Where was it done? It, it was a work of an Australian graffiti artist. Yeah, and that was the had the wrong picture. They had to have had the wrong Crazy. Picture. But David Spade actually commented on it and said he wants fans to know that he has seen the Kurt Cobain mural that looks more like him than the Nirvana frontman. Everyone's sending me this, he said. And um, he linked the photo of the mural and pretty much said everyone's sending him this. To further add to the confusion, the mural includes a quote wrongly attributed to Cobain that instead came from your Neil, fr- your fan, you're a fan of
1: Yes, Neil Young. Neil Young. The godfather of grunge.
0: And that would be it's better
1: to, to burn out than, than to fade, fade away. away.
0: And apparently it was a quote that Cobain used in his suicide note.
1: Well, I guess. Well, you know, if you're going to have a suicide note, that's a pretty good line to put in there.
0: Okay. All right. Number two. Number two. Sublime's Bradley Noel. Noel. I don't really know who that is. Don't either. I know Sublime
1: is, but not that.
0: I I don't either.
1: What'd he die of? Does it say? No, I don't. No. No. Number three. Unfortunately, John Lennon. That that was that, sad. That
0: I understand.
1: That I, was one of those moments, like you know, well, you weren't born yet, but you know, where were I you when God. JFK was killed, yeah. assassinated? Where were you when you he heard John Lennon, you know, shot? Right. So yeah, that's sad.
0: Were you sad? Because I know you weren't really a Beatles fan, but no, you
1: I wasn't a Beatles fan. I was a Paul McCartney and a Wings fan. As strange as that sounds, now I love the Beatles. But growing up, no, I wasn't that bad. Be- I mean, there's We've a few seen songs. Two
0: Beatles. Yep, we've, we've seen, seen Paul, we've seen no, Riegel. Yeah, we've seen you. Yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, John was the intelligent one or whatever, you know, the smart one, whatever they say. Yeah, it's a shame, you know, to to be killed like that. I was not a huge fan, but I was really sad, you know, that he was
0: So, Bradley of Sublime died from a heroin overdose.
1: Of course, and a lot of these people did yeah, die of yeah. Of drugs overdosing.
0: So number four goes George Harrison. George Harrison, kind of he died of cancer, the, didn't he? The Beatles. Yeah. Here,
1: which is sad. You know, I was kind of sad when George died too, but it wasn't a shock because he had been sick for a while.
0: I, I guess he died from lung cancer in two thousand one. He was only fifty eight. Yeah. So.
1: So you know, it was sad. Obviously, I mean, it was a beetle. You know.
0: Number five, I also do not know who this is.
1: Lane Staley, I do know him.
0: So he's from Alice and Chains. Yeah, correct, correct. And I, I hate to to assume that he passed from ah uh, drugs. Drugs.
1: To be honest with you, I don't. I don't remember.
0: Is, is that a terrible thing to sort of assume? Well, it's, it's kind of a tragic death.
1: It's kind of weird because a lot of those. You know, Groups like that, in Nirvana, or Sublime, or even Alison Chains—it was the same era, same kind of a grunge thing. So it's not surprising.
0: Mixture of heroin and cocaine.
1: Oh, go figure.
0: So then we've got Jim Morrison.
1: Yeah, if he's actually really dead, I know there's urban methods, urban, Med- urban yeah. legends about that, saying that he really wasn't, you know, dead, but because only two people saw the body, but. He probably, I know he was like, what, in the bathtub in Paris?
0: Yeah, I guess there's a lot of mystery and a lot of theories around his family. He was only 27 years old. He, If you look at the photos, he looks old. Yeah. Though. He looks very old.
1: I remember when he died, but I was never a fan in those days.
0: Apparently, his partner, Patricia, just passed away a couple of days ago at the wow. age of 75.
1: Yeah, she was one of them that found the body or saw it. One of the two people, I believe, that the only two people that saw the body.
0: Yeah, they just said it was dramatic circumstances. Lots yeah. of different conspiracy theories. He had
1: uh, a lot of, I guess I would say, demons? issues. Yeah, demons.
0: He reminded me, or Keith Ledger reminded me a lot of him, with just the same sort of, energy
1: yeah maybe
0: that that whole creative mindedness he
1: was creative i'll give you know jim morrison did some crazy stuff but yeah he was
0: he was a poet yeah at the time he was worth 2.5 million dollars which is a whole
1: lot of money way back then
0: so i mean that that was crazy so i mean that's one of the conspiracies that he was just overwhelmed with with um you know, all of the stressors of being a celebrity. Yeah, the fame. And, I mean, I guess some of the theories of his passing was that there was different heirs to his money. There was a legal battle that was oh, there going usually on. usually is. So, but I mean, before he passed away. So... They thought that some people might have killed him in order yeah, to, to get, the get the money,
1: which would make sense. But,
0: um, hours after his passing, his corpse remained in the tub at one point in the evening. An, a small mortician in a dark suit arrived at the apartment with him was a plastic bag in which Morrison's body would be wrapped. And they said, There's no way that this guy could have carried him out, like, there's no All way right. that he could have, huh. you know, and um, something to do with Pamela actually slept next to him before they took him. So the
1: plot thickens. Yeah.
0: There's, there's just a lot.
1: Yeah. But that, you know, it's still too bad. Great talent wasted away.
0: So the next one, Jimmy Hendrix.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's sad. And I know that was drugs too. Brilliant, 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 man. Probably the best guitar player that ever lived. Although, ironically, I was in fact, I just read something today about that who he said was the greatest guitar player. At one point, I guess he was on Dick Cavett's show or something, and they asked him, and I think he said Rory Gallagher or something like that. But then he was on the Mike Douglas show, Hendricks was, and Mike Douglas asked him who he thought the best guitar player in the world was. And he said, Billy Gibbons, again, of Jeezy wow, Top. Top. And they were really good friends. I remember hearing yeah. a lot of stories, you know, that he gave with that. But yeah, Jimi Hendrix, phenomenal, phenomenal.
0: So then it's Janice Joplin.
1: I was never a fan. I remember when she died, too. I know I'm old. I than am you, not
0: but, a fan. But either. I was
1: never a fan of Janice Joplin, and I'm still not.
0: I'm Nothing not, against I, her. I, I think she was a genius.
1: Sure. You know, and in, in those days, they didn't really have many females in rock. I think it was just like Janice Joplin and Grace Slick of the Jefferson Airplane.
0: So, you know, that whole era, you know this. Right. Uh, so I was born in the 70s. So the 80s is more my music because right. I was like a tween. Teen. I was in the 60s
1: and, and so the 70s. Late 70s, or late 60s, early 70s. So right.
0: I cannot stand the sound of synthesizers. Right. It bothers me. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Which so everything from the doors you don't like the to doors. you know Led Zeppelin to like they all have that that whole like I'm getting high and I'm playing the synthesizer. Yeah,
1: you don't like Pink and don't, Floyd.
0: Interestingly enough, I know how to play the synthesizer. I know how to play the piano not well, but I do know how to play. I know how to play music. I know how to read right. music. But it drives me crazy. Number nine. Johnny Cash. A man in
1: black. Man Johnny Cash. Black. Yeah. That was sad. Johnny Cash. I mean, he was a living legend for sure. If you like country music or you don't like country music, everybody knew who Johnny Gosh, Cash. Was. He had
0: just had a long history of drug abuse. Yeah. He wore he had a his rough body life, I think. Out. Then the notorious Biggie, B-I-G.
1: Which Biggie Smalls, Christopher Wallace. Yeah, he uh, I did like him. I mean, I wasn't much I'm still not much into that kind of music. But I always did like him.
0: And then here's another conspiracy theory death. Tupac.
1: Well, didn't they say notorious? You know, Biggie Smalls was retaliation for Tupac being killed. Yeah. I, I And I don't know that much about it. I know they've had all these specials and whatnot. But I was never a Tupac fan, so that's just me.
0: I do not know who Eazy-E is. The godfather of Gangsta Rap.
1: I know who he is, but again, I'm not a fan of the music, so I don't know. Freddie Here's a tough Mercury. one. Freddie Mercury. Oh my god, I was of course that wasn't a surprise either, but I was so sad when Freddie died.
0: He was, I think he was very classy, with he would have done an amazing job in this era with how far we've come with you know the LB. Right, to, you know, right. With a lot of, I mean, we we still have a long ways to go, but he really kind of helped. He was
1: with, like one of the first. That. He was like the right. godfather, right?
0: Of that you could be flamboyant, but you could be intelligent. You could just be yourself.
1: I was lucky enough to see him in concert a few times, and I will go out on saying that he was probably the best frontman or performer. I mean, you can say what you want with Mick Jagger and that, and God bless them all. But Freddie was Freddie.
0: I had an amazing experience. We might have told this story before, but Chuck had gotten concert tickets to see Queen with Paul Rogers. Paul
1: Rogers, singing lead.
0: I really didn't want to go. I I, I liked Queen, but this wasn't Queen. It was Paul Rogers. Right, and I
1: loved Queen, and it was like, well, you know, free tickets.
0: But I'm like, okay, I'll go. So we went and I'm going to start crying. And there's one song that Brian May, the guitarist, sits on a stool and like there's nobody else on stage. Like He pretty much, it's him and it's an ode to Freddie. And I saw the spirit of Freddie standing on stage next to him. Yep. And I actually caught... His the spirit's eye, and he's like, just tell. And he gave me a message to give to Brian, Brian May. May. And I was like, I was crying, and you're looking at me like, I know. It's like, what's you? the matter?
1: You know, because you were kind of like stunned.
0: And I'm like, I can't talk now. And so <laughs> I told you afterwards. <laughs> she, t- she told
1: me, I know it was snowing the on the way Bonnie home. Mercury. I saw a freight mercury, and I almost ran off the road. Like what?
0: And I'm like how am I going to get a message to him, right? To
1: Brian May. To Brian May.
0: So I found a way, and I never received a response back, but like a couple weeks after that, there was a news article that Brian had done, and one of the questions the interviewer asked was something like, do you think that Freddie is – upset or is proud of you guys for going on tour. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I think Paul Rogers did a phenomenal job. Yeah, it was a by good, way.
1: very, very good show.
0: But uh, his response was something along the lines of, I know that he is because I was recently told. And I felt like, you know, not to pat myself on the back. Vindication. But I felt like he got the message. And it, there was so much more in-depth follow that I had shared with what I had received. Right. But So I actually, I met Freddie. (laughs) You're a lucky, lucky person.
1: You know what the best part of that concert, I think, for me, besides that part, was when they did Bohemian Rhapsody. And it just showed, and it was a recording of Freddie at the piano, huge, behind the stage. And he sang the first half of the song. They had the recording of it. And they did, you know, Galileo, Galileo, and whatever. And then Paul Rogers came on stage after explosions, and he did the rest of it. But it was very poignant and very classy that they did that because yeah. for anybody else, and I know I'm Adam Lambert, you're right, he can sing and he probably does a fine job with the two. I don't know how they go about it, but that was you know, obviously even the movie was called Bohemian Rhapsody, and that's yeah. Freddie.
0: So then the next one is
1: Maury Skibb of the Bee Gees.
0: I actually I sometimes I can't understand what the heck their lyrics are. And I <laughs> Google it because I, I told Chuck I sing every song no matter what no that's true genre it is. I know the words. I do. I have this uncanny ability. I can't remember what we ate for dinner last night right. or where a check that I am missing was put. But I can tell like if I hear one song. I have it memorized and I'm able to And I've it. asked
1: you, I like, how the hell
0: do you know that song? I've never heard it before. And I'm like, I heard it yesterday. And 100%. I immediately have like this music muscle memory. I I blame parochial <laughs> school for memory work is what I blame. But... We have
1: looked for lyrics before. <laughs> what, what is it? What are you doing on your butt? What are you doing you on your butt?
0: Be, what are you you doing should on? be dancing.
1: I don't know. I'm I've dancing. heard that song for 40 years yeah. and I didn't know what the words yeah. were. <laughs> So, yeah. So, Maurice. Maurice, yeah. We
0: watched that documentary. It was actually a really well-done documentary. Yeah, on the
1: Bee Gees. And I'm
0: really not a Bee Gees fan. So. And
1: Robin's gone now, too. so.
0: Michael Jackson.
1: That was sad. That was, you know. Oh, my gosh. I, again, more conspiracy theories, but.
0: That was so sad. We came. We were on our way home. I don't know if you remember this. And we were living in Livonia at the time. And we pulled into the driveway. And we had a great big crane that yep. was sitting on Our garage garage, on the roof
1: of the garage, and
0: I was like, Michael, is that you? But oddly enough, I had a dream with Michael, and and I ended up talking to a couple family members. Uh, the network contacted me and wanted me to do a seance, a public like a Halloween seance, and I said, Absolutely not.
1: No, absolutely not. And it was sad, he was brilliant. You know, you say what you want about him, but he was obviously brilliant.
0: I, I ended up, I d- talked to his family about that, and it made sense with getting a right. message from him. Uh, Cliff Burton. Metallica.
1: I know the name, but he must have been.
0: He must have been an He must have been the movie,
1: original, right? probably, I, and I'm guessing, I don't know, I'm sure people are saying, well, you're an idiot, but he must have, Jason Newstead must have replaced him. And then he got replaced.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know him. I never went to a concert. I know the name. Concert. I mean, no, he I passed never... in 1986. I've never. Yeah, he was a bassist.
1: Yeah, so he was replaced by Jason Newstead, who was replaced by Robert Trujillo. Or...
0: So then we've got Amy Winehouse.
1: Never a fan.
0: I would sing the song, but... People would be turning. Yeah. There.
1: I was never a fan. I mean, not that you didn't have talent yeah, but I was never big into it.
0: And then Frank Sinatra.
1: Oh, dear God. The chairman of the board. Yeah, very sad. one and, and it wasn't a surprise there either. His mind was going and whatnot. But God bless him. Uh, Frank Sinatra. You know, say what you want. But to me, he was even bigger than the Beatles. If you look at what he had did, and the era that it was, like in the 40s and the 50s, and phenomenal. I, I was lucky enough to see him in a concert once, so I'm very grateful for that.
0: I don't know what I'm going to do with you when Alice Cooper passes. I in. don't even
1: want to think about it. Alice is going to live till he's 100. He oh. might outlive me. I don't know.
0: Because. I know oh, Keith Richards is going to. It's not going to be good. Not going to be good. I. Don't know. I, I don't know. You're going to be a hot mess, and I don't it's know. It's not going to be gonna pretty.
1: Know. It's it's definitely not going to be pretty. That
0: is his. That's
1: favorite. my hero. That's mine. So everything. I had,
0: you had the hardest with David Bowie, and I had the hardest with Prince.
1: Prince, another obviously brilliant, brilliant musician, man. Um, yeah, phenomenal. And I like Prince, but I just don't really listen. I did used to listen to his music, but I can't really listen. I guess I'm just too old. You yeah, had a had, hard
0: time with Billy, you know, sending, right, with ZZ Top. ZZ Top, Dusty,
1: with, yeah. Dusty. Why do they call him I, Billy? I know. With Dusty. Because Billy Gibson. Oh. I'm um, Gibson. Um, Gibson. Wow. <laughs> I'm losing that. But, yeah, Dusty. I had a hard time with Dusty Hill. It's, it's just sad. And I guess he'd been battling. He had health issues the last couple of years and whatnot. It's been difficult for him. But, yeah, I did have kind of a hard time. And the weird thing is these guys are old, you know. Things happen, and they're all going to start, unfortunately, dying. You know, I mean, we've had enough. And people that we've gone through so far on this list, a lot of it was like in the 60s, 70s. They were young, and and a lot of it was drugs.
0: The older you get, the more we're going to lose. and I don't know if I'm ready for that because for me, I, I had I know that when Prince passed away, and I had a really tough time, and I had commented, and someone pretty much told me that I wasn't because I didn't personally know the person that I wasn't allowed to grieve, and I'm like, these this music you, is the you, soundtrack of all right. of our lives. You grew Whoever up with it that. I'm not. Up I, with it.
1: You know. Yeah.
0: It emits a memory of me going to. Heather's house and me listening. My mom and dad did not like Prince, so I couldn't. I couldn't own <laughs> my the record. My, my mother didn't like Alice Cooper, so. Were so you. I mean, you know. So I remember bike riding and listening to Purple Rain. And yeah. I remember going swimming. Like, what's the other one? Wham. You know, George when and Michael. He, when he passed away, I had a hard time with that, that. That was sad too. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, the memories of eighth grade and going swimming and you know, listening to that music.
1: Yeah, for me, like when John Entwistle, who, when he passed away, that was sad.
0: Who was the musician that passed away when we were downtown?
1: Oh, my gosh, Chris Cornell.
0: Yeah.
1: I had a real hard time with Chris Cornell, and we don't know what happened there either.
0: I personally, I think it's suspicious.
1: I do, too, but I love Chris Cornell, so I was really, and again, we weren't at that, hotel, but we were down at one of the other we casino had hotels. We just
0: seen Hollow Notes and, and
1: tear, or Tears for Tears for Fears, Tears or Fears yeah. in concert. And, yeah, that was really difficult. Another brilliant man with a beautiful voice. Yeah, he was And really then Scott Whelan. Him. Scott Whelan, Stone Temple Pilots. Right. And I believe Velvet Revolver, correct? With Slash? Yeah.
0: I Do you know that I actually saw Velvet Revolver? Did you? Um, yeah, years ago. Huh. Uh, but I don't know. I don't do dr- I don't do drugs and I don't drink. Right. So you'd think I would remember more. Thank you. you,
1: think you would. But
0: I don't. I know that I went there with somebody. I don't couldn't even t- I couldn't tell you wow. who or what. They were in Ann Arbor. Huh. That's
1: they were strange. nobodies.
0: Right. And they were in Ann Arbor. Huh. So yeah. So that was interesting. Crazy I couldn't crazy. even t- that wasn't my music. I was into <laughs> I was into hair bands. Yeah, you were. That that was the
1: '80s, and that wasn't rock. That wasn't my
0: thing. I mean, I loved Ozzy Osbourne, and Mm -hmm. you know, I loved that. But that wasn't that wasn't my music. That wasn't my hard rock.
1: Another one I had a very hard time was with Ronnie James Dio, and that was probably one of the highlights of us going to California. As we went to the one cemetery in, in Hollywood, and his gravesite was there (laughs) i remember yelling to you oh my god it's
0: it's dio and she's like you're in a cemetery cemetery. and
1: i was not excited that he was gone but that we were actually there
0: i was able um kind of i don't believe in coincidences but not long after that i had the honor of being able to talk to his family i don't know if you remember that no and they called me and said, oh, "Can you get a message from him?" And I ended up reading. Wow! And I don't remember. I, I that. guess we, I guess we'd call it channeling, right? Yeah. But channeling him, not in like a Whoopi Goldberg in right. a ghost type of a way, and it was a really beautiful, huh. a really beautiful type of session. Um, I think it was his brother and his sister-in-law. There's there are several family members that were involved in that.
1: I know I did pre-order and it. Coming I know you really knew soon. this. you just don't yeah. remember. Uh his wife, Wendy wrote a story or wrote a book about him, so I know that's coming in the mail soon, but yeah, I love Ronnie Games deal. There's a lot of people that have gone that, you know, Miles Davis, you know. Um We said David Bowie, yeah. Luther Vandross.
0: Luther had Van a hard Dros. time with Luther. Yeah. I
1: loved Luther. I really had a hard time with Karen Carpenter. Yeah, I tell this day I have a hard time with that. To me, she had the voice of an angel, so uh, you say what you want, but I love Karen Carpenter.
0: It is, um, that wasn't my that's our song, that's our wedding song, mm-hmm.
1: right? One of them, but yeah.
0: one of them. But that wasn't my kind of era no. either. The other one, that my dad mentioned, was that he was going to have a really hard time with Willie Nelson.
1: I I can agree with that. Another like Johnny Cash, living legend. uh and I've with, seen Willie many many times. Know,
0: Glenn Campbell.
1: That was well. That and was difficult because I know your he dad did.
0: played with him, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, what's Kenny Rogers?
1: Yeah, that wasn't easy. I've seen him too.
0: So, I mean, there's so So many, many, but what I love about it is that they have, they have a legacy.
1: Well, yeah, you can listen to them at any time.
0: And it makes me think like, what legacy do we all, I think of social media and all the ugly that gets put out. And it's like, do you want that to be your legacy? Right. Do you want all of this? these ugly messages for people to go back and say, Oh, look at how they used to threaten these people. (laughs) Yeah. Look at how they used to compete with those people or whatever. Like what is, when you go through the cemetery, when you walk through the cemetery and you look at the gravestones, it says loving husband, loving wife, loving mother, loving father. Like what legacy do you want to leave behind? Right. And these musicians or these poets or these writers, gosh, we get to connect with them. Actors
1: in movies, yeah. We
0: get to connect with them forever. It's pretty it amazing. definitely
1: helps with the music with performers like that because music, you know, makes the world go round.
0: Well, there's an energy with it. You listen to a sad song and you feel like crying and you listen to a happy song and Mm -hmm. you feel like dancing. And, you know, Whitney Houston is another one that a lot of people would say that they had a tough time with. She had a very troubled life, though.
1: A lot of musicians and famous people like
0: that. They, I mean, your dad is one of them. Yeah. I mean, your, your dad lived a very hard life. Well,
1: smoking, drinking, not taking care of yourself, musician typical welcome to it didn't make 60
0: you know bb king is another one yeah
1: diabetes
0: diabetes, it's hard being on the road i'm glad we saw him too i I saw and whether you're a fan or you're not a fan i saw or i was reading an article with kid rock and he did his first concert back from you know covid and people are asking him did you miss the road did you miss the stage and he's like Most days, no. Some days, sure. But most days, no. He goes, but what I did miss is people. Yeah. Good people.
1: I can see that.
0: You know, but God, it's a tiring life to be on the road. Yeah. Mr. I want to be a roadie. Roadie for Alice Cooper when he passes (laughs) away, when I pass away. (laughs) Oh,
1: Maybe I can just introduce him on stage.
0: There you you go. There we go.
1: Ladies and gentlemen. No. Straight from cloud nine.
0: Originally from Detroit, Michigan. from Detroit, Michigan.
1: Welcome to his nightmare.
0: <laughs>
1: Let me introduce you—the one, the only, Alice
0: Cooper. Because I'm so sorry that my heavenly wish was to be your announcer.
1: <laughs> oh my God! And he's
0: gonna come out like, "Did I? Am I in hell? I
1: thought I did What's going on here?"
0: I wanted, I wanted like Sinatra to be yes, my sir. announcer. <laughs> Who is this? Wouldn't that be great? That? Yeah, what's
1: this guy? I wanted Frank to say, yeah,
0: baby. Like, I know really? Elvis for a lot of people. Elvis was. Oh, sure. You know, people. I can't believe that Elvis didn't make that list.
1: Another troubled life. Sure. You know, God sure. bless him. But, you know, and, and I've never been an Elvis fan, but for what he did, you got to commend.
0: Well, I look at Elvis's life. This is going to be a weird comparison, so stick with me, to Britney Spears' life and how controlled they were.
1: Right. Colonel Parker, totally. Oh, my gosh.
0: That is what that was.
1: Sad. It's just sad.
0: So, on that note. On that
1: note. On that happy night.
0: How will you spend the rest of your living days, (laughs) and what will your legacy be? What is your order, you know, for for the Heavenly Plains? I couldn't tell you. Mine is... Cool boy. cool boy. Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) Okay. Working on that tan.
0: Working on the tan. Because I never got a tan.
1: She's OP.
0: I'm as white as white can be. We're going
1: to have to talk about this next time on The Robinette's Nest.
0: (laughs) My name's Christy. And I am Chuck. I believe in you. Adios. Peace. Thanks again for listening to The Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.